Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to Dropping Gems. My name is Jemmy Julian, and this podcast is set up to help individuals to get unstuck, to be healed from childhood trauma, turning their pain to power, catapulting them into purpose so that they can live their best, happy, and fulfilled lives. We are going to be speaking with individuals who are influencers and stakeholders on this topic, who have an authority on this topic, and who will be going in depth to give solutions so you can get to the other side. So stay tuned, lock tight, and get ready for some interesting conversation and some drop-in of some gems. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to our final episode of season two. And this is episode 16. Can you believe it? God has been so great. And can you guess, can you guess, can you guess who we have in studios with us today? You may not know him, but he's a very dear friend. His name is none other than the handsome Mr. Paul Ferron. You know, I have to put that pronoun there. And that, you know, he's very, he's a very nice guy. He's a very nice gentleman. And I'm just so honored to have you with me here today. Um, he's a friend that I've met just in recent times, but it feels like I knew him forever. So I'm so honored to have him here with me. Um, Paul is a father. Um, he's an author. He's into um, the creative he is a glam stylist, um, and I know you don't really hear a lot from the male version of the species, but I can tell you that when he dresses, he turns heads, and it's not in a very, not a way to flirt, but he's just so slick and so precise and so, um, how you want to say, professional with his layout, and you know, he just mixes and matches, and I don't know, like, I don't know how Paul does it, but what I can tell you is, is that he's a man of faith. He loves the Lord. He loves ministry. He loves sharing his testimony. He's been through some stuff. His faith was tested, but he survived. So I will allow Paul to just come on here. So welcome, Paul. And just let the audience know a little bit more about yourself, whatever I forgot or whatever you want to add to what I just said. Welcome to the Dropping Gems podcast. Thank you so much. I appreciate you, my sister. How you doing? I hope all is well. It's great to connect with you. Um, it's my it's my utmost pleasure. And congratulations on your podcast. You're doing a great job. I applaud Thank you, you so much. Applaud Thank you. you so much. Good Thank stuff. you so much. Good stuff. So let me let's just um break out a little bit. How's the holidays going for you, Paul? It's almost like three days or four days before we celebrate Christmas Day. And not everybody celebrates Christmas Day, but we are believers and we believe in the birth of Jesus Christ and we believe that he died on us again. And um, you are in Florida, right? So um, how is it over there? What are things like? Um, what are you looking forward to this holiday season? What are your plans and so on? Yeah, you know, I'm in Florida. Florida is nice and warm. Um, today, the 22nd, it's a little bit cooler though. It's like in the sixties, so which is unlike um, um, Florida. A spring day, yeah. Yeah, unlike Florida <laughs> weather, but it's been warm for the last few days. So today's been sixty-five, and it's it's going to remain a little bit cool for the next few days. So Christmas is in high gear um, mm -hmm. here in Florida. You know, it's the open state. So. Um, 
there's a lot of I see a lot of shopping going on a lot of lights um, a lot of festivities so it feels like Christmas in Florida for me um, I'm just gonna lay low I, I relax a little bit you know um, chill out I'm gonna be spending Christmas like uh, chilling on my own just cooking and just relaxing you know just um I'm enjoying, you know, the Christmas uh, for 2021. We've been through a lot over the last two years, really. So yes. for me, it's um, a good feeling to be able to spend Christmas um, here in Florida. Last year, I I wasn't here for Christmas, so it's um, it's a nice feeling to be to be home in Florida for Christmas 2021. So I'm um, just chilling. Um, nothing special, nothing big. I'm just going to just lay low and um, enjoy, you know, the little things about Christmas, the vibes, the lights, um, and all the good stuff, you know? Yeah. Nice, nice. Yes, nice. Ari, Ari, Ari. And um, <laughs> if you hear me say Ari, 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 yeah. what I maybe didn't tell you is that Paul is West Indian. He is from the Isle of, um, not the Isle of Spice. He's from the, you guys say something spicy too, but he's from Jamaica. Yeah. He's from Jamaica, Jamaica, and you know how to say Yemen. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so Yemen, yeah, so Yemen. Yeah, um, yes, um, the holidays are here, and yeah. so you're still calm and collective and just easy going, <laughs> nice and easy, easy yeah. like Sunday morning. So that that's that's very good. Um, but Paul, what I can say is that I know that um, the smile that you have is genuine. The 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 love, the happiness, the joy that you bring. It's genuine, but I know that you your faith was tested, Absolutely. and it was not always that way. So seeing you come on collective is just healing. It's just you being in your wholeness and experiencing the abundance of God. So I wanted to kind of take us through some of those experiences that you had over the years that may have really brought you to a place where you had to be solely dependent on God, and you your faith was really pushed to a test. Yeah. Well, you know, um, for me, I feel like my entire life has been a life um, with challenges like anybody else, really and truly. Um, however, I feel like there are some things which I've had to like experience over the years and which I continue to, um, to fight through, mm -hmm. which has allowed me to be um solely and wholly dependent on god you know what i mean yes um so like you said in your intro i was born in jamaica my my family are, is a christian family you know my father was a, a preaching evangelist my mom a missionary i grew up in a household with um three sisters and church was all we knew so we grew up in church um but before all of that um when i was born mm -hmm. i had a speech impediment um, and so i would have difficulty right. uh, speaking sometimes i would be stuttering a lot growing up you know what i mean mm -hmm. and because of that I grew up having to navigate um, 
what comes with that speech impediment right. and a lot of people don't know um it is it is a very humbling situation which you have to really um know how to control right. and i can relate to moses i always right. say i can relate to moses in the scripture because there was a time in the life of moses when he was called to lead the children of israel mm -hmm. you know which is which is the lord's chosen people and of all the persons the lord chose to lead his people right was a man moses who struggled with serious um self-esteem um you know the self-esteem issue because of a speech impediment right moses stuttered and right. because of that um he was always very fearful you know he always had to um depend on god and yes. i can relate to that that over the years i've had to to deal with that and a lot of people wouldn't know but literally where i am today it's only because of the goodness and the mercies of god right. and it's because he has a special plan and purpose for my life mm. over the years gems gems yeah you know so so if if you don't understand the process of struggling with that from mm -hmm. a kid um and my case was very severe like people don't even understand like like i would want to say something and the words would just not come the way i want it mm -hmm. and it makes you um feel angry inside it makes you feel very insufficient it makes mm -hmm. you feel you know what i mean very incomplete yes. yes and having to navigate through that in the islands where i grew up you know and i always share this story we have primary school in the islands which is you have you know you have when you're young between four and six you have basic school and then you transition to primary school and there is a segment in primary school where we had to do reading mm -hmm. dictation uh, in front of the classrooms, and reading. Yep. right we call it and dictation. you know in the islands mm -hmm. classrooms have anywhere from 40 to 50 students mm -hmm. okay so i mean i mean i grew up in the 70s so you already know what time it is and so whenever it was that time for me to read before um the class it used to be such a traumatic um like experience you know what i mean yes yes, yes. and the nervousness and all of that but you know I, I i i saw where the lord um brought me through that transition into high school right yes. and you would never believe what happened so i hit high school and i'm in first form and of course, my first form form teacher approaches me out of all of a, a class of like, what, 30, 30 mm -hmm. students. And she decided to form a debating club team <laughs> from the forum, right? Mm -hmm. And I share this story all the time. Here am I coming from primary school, struggling with that, right? Mm -hmm. 
But what is funny is I grew up in a church and I was always thrust into speaking engagements um, from when I was young. You know what I mean? Yes. And so I come to high school, my form teacher approaches and say, she wants to form a debating um, team from the forum and she mm -hmm. handpicks, I think it was four of us, mm -hmm. right? Who she chooses right, as one of the speakers. Paul Ferran. <laughs> Paul Ferran. And the guy who struggled, right, mm -hmm. with speaking and reading in public. Right. So I share that story to say, and of course, I, I was terrified. But imagine. she believed in me so much and she believed in us so much where she always encouraged me. She said, yeah, you can do it. And I had to be on the team, represented, you know, the forum, was in the competition, had to debate as a speaker and all that good stuff. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, wow. The point I'm trying to make is the ways, you know, the ways that the Lord uses mm -hmm. to help us to overcome some of our most challenging experience is, is unbelievable. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. And so that is actually one of the experience from a young kid, which mm -hmm. I've had to deal with and navigate my entire life yes. um, with it. And, and because of that, right. Mm -hmm. You talk, about a man of faith because of that it has allowed me to be totally dependent in everything that i do in every year of my life i am forced to depend on the almighty to bring me through and um wow so that's just one of the many experiences in my life which that, has, that's powerful yeah which that's has, powerful. Um, yeah that's so, you know, it's, um, it's very humbling and it's very, um, interesting how the Lord works in our lives yes. to perfect that which he has, um, purposed for our lives, you know, yes, um, right. what is interesting, he never uses, um, people who are whole, so to speak. Right because he has to use persons who understand the importance of being totally dependent on him james yeah yes so. listen paul you i know you're very calm cool and um, collective but the calmness and the, and the teacher in you um it, it's it's just evident and um what what i could say that you know your story got me a little bit emotional just now right. because yeah. um I call myself a Moses and mm. you, you know, you are, uh, you call yourself a Moses because you are basically, um, stuttering and struggling with that. What you call maybe what you may have seen as a, uh, uh, in, um, you are insufficient in some way, or you felt like you had a lack in some way, but there's purpose on your life. And Absolutely. because you are an overcomer, Absolutely. it didn't matter what it was. While you or people around you didn't see the struggle, God said, I made you go through this experience for a reason because somebody's life is dependent on your testimony. And then for your teacher to just come from nowhere, you're going into a new institution and mm -hmm. a new school, it shows that 
God's spirit always connects with people who are destined, who are attached to you for destiny. So because she was placed in your life strategically, she was able to see that light on you. And she was able to handpick you so that she can store you into your God-aligned destiny because what she did was kind of put you on path to believing in yourself, to believing in the gifting, to believing in the calling that God had on your life to be a speaker, whether it was a spoken word or the written word. So you started from that age. I did. Yeah, you know, so to God be the glory. And, 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 And for me, the Moses in me, is the curse breaker. The Moses in me is taking my family through the promised land, taking my family through Canaan, you right. know? But my, I always say that, but I'm going to see the promised land. I'm not going to stay in the wilderness, you know what I mean? So right. um, I just want to just um, commend you because as children, I know, I know we prefer to say experiences, but these are some of the traumatic situations that we go through. Absolutely. And it's not always being molested. It's right. not always being um, ridiculed. It's not always growing up in poverty or lack. It's not always growing up in a place where there's incest or child molestation. Right. Some children go through that inferiority complex or Absolutely. those little own personal struggles where yeah. they, they may be a little bit chunky yeah. or they may be a little bit slim mm-hmm. or they may have a, a nose that's not the usual size or right. like for me, my forehead or yeah. some children go through where they are bullied because of the color of their skin or right. they are bullied because they may have um, a skin eczema or some kind of skin defect or they may have eyes that is like, you know, not very straight in terms of focus. Children get bullied for different things. I've seen children get bullied because back in the day there were no braces. So they would have a teeth that was a little bit picked out a little bit and they were bullied for that. And I'm sure that you having to struggle with stuttering was a big thing for you because you wanted to be perfect. You wanted to speak. It irritates you. It gets you aggravated. It gets you angry. And nobody understands what you're going through except you. Right. So I want to thank you for sharing because essentially we are here to help people who still has that little boy inside of them Absolutely. that's not healed from that pain or Absolutely. that experience. Absolutely. And that, that, that as though it may seem very normal to have this kind of struggle, there are people and children going through it right now. Yeah. And just for the little boy and some of us who has never been healed, it's an opportunity for you to know that God has handpicked you. And like, just like Solomon said, me, I'm too young. And just like Moses said, I'm stuttering. And yeah. just like everybody had to go through their own struggle. Right. God always has a good intention. And he would send people in our lives to steer us on that destiny. Absolutely. Wow. That, that's some powerful gems right there. So, yeah. Paul. Yes. I want this to say, to, so after you went through that, did you, did you dwell on it or did you just strive or thrive off of that opportunity that was given to you? What happened after that? You know, one of the things which I always share with people is the importance of um, church mm-hmm. when we were growing up. Because church has allowed many of us to be able to blossom into the men and women who we are today so that we can um, go out into society and function you know, at a certain level. And so I, my support system was very good. I 
um, I grew up in a church where there were always people who saw something special in me more mm -hmm. than I could see it in me. And my parents, my, my, my father, my father was, my father was an awesome man. Like he was a man of God. Like he used to tell me from, I was young, he says to me, and he always used to say it in a very, um, scary way, you know? He would try to drive the fear, the fear, you know, the fear mm -hmm. of the Lord in me. You would say to me, you can't do what everyone is doing because you're different. You know, mm -hmm. he, would, he would say to me like that. He would say, you're different. You know, you are, you know, you have the call on your life and blase, blase. <laughs> I tell my children that not to scare them, but I remind them that yeah. they're unique and that yeah. the hand of God is on them and the enemy will also recognize that. So I get it. Yeah. Yeah. My father used to always tell me that. So talk about um, support system. It started from home. Mm. And then when it came on to church, um, there's always an elder, a deacon that always used to, he used to push me. He, he purchased my first concordance Bible mm. for me before I was age 12. Okay. Right. A leather, a leather cover concordance Bible before I was 12. And you said to me, um, you have something special in you and I'm going to put the word in your hand, you would say to me. And so, and then growing up, you know, there were programs in the church which catered to the development of us from we were extremely young. Mm -hmm. So that coupled with going into school and then my form teacher seeing that in me, allowed me plus my father and my parents who had that confidence in me with that kind of support system from all three angles even when i felt like i i couldn't do it they believed in in me so much and had such great expectation in me that that in itself would propel me to say yo if they believe in you that much and they're so much more uh, mature and experienced and good in what they're doing, it means you have what it takes. And that helped me, believe it or not, over the years mm. um, to deal with it. And as I learned how to manage um, my emotions, um, it really helped. And I was never, I never went to any professional therapist or counselor therapist or anything like that. Believe it or not. Um, I remember once, I can't remember who it was now, but I remember once an adult must have been one of my tutors. One of my teachers had said to me, um, The reason why you are stuttering is because you are nervous and mm. you're allowing your nervousness and your anxiety to get the best of you. And so I was 
told that in, if I'm going to overcome it, I would have to learn to manage the anxiety factor which mm. precedes anything. And that has taught me, first of all, to remain even keel. Um, and it's probably one of the reasons why I'm so, you know, I'm laid back, chill kind of person. Mm -hmm. um, and it has, it, it has really helped me. Today, you would never know because when I was younger, I couldn't have a straight conversation in a formal, formal, formal setting. Mm -hmm. um, among my peers, that's cool and stuff. But once I'm, I'm, I'm having to do anything in public where there's crowd and massive crowd, um, it would become very traumatic. But, you know, having to deal with that and navigate through that, I mean, it's a blessing. I mean, I was thrust into um, speaking at church, blase, blase, like I'm like, God, like seriously, the things which you fear the most is what usually comes upon you, which is what the word says. But I had to learn to do it whether fearful or not you know yeah. what i mean yeah and trust god and um so to answer your question in a long way in the short like the shortest way is um the confidence and the belief which i had in my support system from church from school and from my family was what really helped me um through it and yes. and Today I can say um, I am. I've come a far way, and I am. I am. I'm. I'm. I'm always. One of the things is I never normally share this. Mm -hmm. I hardly ever share the testimony, um, or share this kind of experience. Yeah. Not because I don't want to. But because sometimes when I do, most people would never believe because they're like, but no, we can't ever tell you, you had a speech in pregnant. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? So, yeah, but, you know, yeah, I've been able to overcome it and I um, continue over the years to manage and to, um, to do what forward. I have to do. Yeah. yeah. Listen, Paul, um, listen, I'm here. And I'm taking it all in. And I'm just thinking that some folks have the opportunity to go to therapy, counseling. Right. They can go to a shrink. They can go to a community group. They can go to, you know, those public spaces where you can sit and tell your story. Right. To God be the glory. And the gem is that you had that foundation and support system from home. That's the first gem. Absolutely. For those of us who have that. You know, kudos to us. Yeah. And you had you the three main institutions that yeah. would have affected or affected your life at that yeah. time, yeah. which was the church, school, and, and home. home. Mm -hmm. You had those support systems in those institutions, which kind of molded you into the confident, assertive young man. Because seeing you all there with your fashion in that assertive way, in that bold and brave, and that way that you you. You share your creativity with the world. Nobody yeah. can tell that this was a little boy from St. Anne's or St. Thomas or St. Catherine. Yeah, right? Spanish yeah. Right, Spanish Town. Yeah. That was going through the, the fear and anxiety and the doubt. And it just shows that the gem is that 
from one season to the next. Yeah. But as you embrace change and you embrace healing and you embrace the opportunity to, to overcome, you start to be grateful for the things that you have. And in hindsight, you can clearly point out, you know, daddy really helped me. Though he was very strong will in the way he put it out, but he really, and that deacon at church, that Bible he brought, really poured belief into me and really showed me that I'm someone who can interpret the word of God and, you know, translate and deliver the word of God. And then that teacher yeah. just sitting the deal. You are a public speaker. You call for the platforms. You call for those avenues. And here we are. You yeah. are out there and you're doing it and you're doing it big. You're writing books. You're sharing your testimonies on multiple radio and TV stations. You just there using that imperfection, if you want to call it that, yeah, yeah. to perfect and transform lives. So we thank you so much. So we're going to jump straight into it. We're going to wrap up soon. Okay. Um, Taylor's fate over fate. Yeah. Taylor, F-A-I-T-H, faith over fate. Mm -hmm. Tell us how you were able to find purpose. In spite of the setbacks, you already started telling us that, but as you became an adult, because right. you must have went through some things as you grew up, mm -hmm. um, the work you did in your book and you were so open with the world. So ironically, from someone who was very introverted because of that thing that you struggled with as a child right. to putting your book out there with yeah. all of your testimonies, writing it in the middle of a pandemic when people were trying to just survive you right. over here publishing in the middle of a pandemic like i mean tell us about that experience yeah you know what it's all god you mean trust me it's all god like i tell people all the time and, and one of the things which i wanted to revert to before I move forward forward there are things in our lives which the big man upstairs will allow mm -hmm. to happen in our lives mm -hmm. to push us into our purpose and into our Amen. destiny Amen. You know, there are things which will happen which you have no control over. He will mm -hmm. make you go into this situation so that his purpose can be fulfilled in your life. Amen. So, tailored faith over faith, mm -hmm. like you said, came about with me not having no intentions of ever writing a book. Mm -hmm. You know, you know some people that always have the intention of writing book and all these stuff i never had that intention but mm -hmm. what happened um again fate would have it that covid hit and i had just purchased a new place mm -hmm. um i'm coming out of a terrible situation and purchased a new place i was working and everything covid hit the minute mm -hmm. i purchased my new place COVID hit. I'm like, wow. People started to lose their jobs. People um, had their hours reduced around mm -hmm. me and also in the workspace where I worked. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Lord, what is this? I feel like this is crazy. The time, the timing couldn't be so terrible. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I literally was working from home in my home office at the time. And I started to ask, I started to ask the Lord, like, what's next? And I remember always writing devotionals. Mm -hmm. 
um, from as early as 2008. And what is funny is what triggered me to start writing, believe it or not, is actually going through an experience where I was trusting him like as I transitioned like into a new system, into a new country and trying to find a job and just trying to stabilize myself, you know, as a man, you know what mm -hmm, I mean? Mm -hmm. And and I came in the worst recession, like in the States in 2008. And I was like, Lord, you know what I mean? I had no idea. Mm -hmm. But what happened is at that time, it forced me to start to write. For me, I'm always writing. Um, I'm always praying, and my my form of praying is through writing. So I would write my prayers on paper, notepad, um, hand towel, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. I would just write. And then a friend of mine said to me once, "Hey, you always writing and stuff. Why? You should probably like now you're free. You should do some stuff. You know, share some of the things which you're always writing." Mm -hmm. And I'm like, nah, 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 you know, and she's like, yeah, you should. And I'm like, I blew her off. And then next thing I know, um, I was just sitting one day and I felt like something just hit me like a brick, like, yo, mm -hmm. dude, write something. And that was where the inspiration started. So I started to write over the years. And as I wrote, I would um, share them. And so what happened was I, um, I was writing over the years and I started to compile them and then COVID hit mm -hmm. and I say, and I literally heard, well, yo, now is the time to share these experiences because they were written from a good place, from a sincere place. You know what I mean? Like as you, as you struggled and trusted in me for stuff and waited on me, um, in, in your, in your most vulnerable moments, it is fitting for you to now share it with the world and i'm like seriously i had no no um interest in doing it and mm -hmm. that was where um once i heard that i'm like okay god one thing that i always did though i always used to keep all my devotionals in a folder and even though i moved that was like my prized possession so i knew exactly where they were they were right on my desk all the time and i would you know read them from time to time i formed sermon from some of them over the years and stuff and i pulled it out and i'm like mm -hmm. i was surprised in terms of how many i had and i'm like well, wow. okay here is where it starts and the first thing for me was to design the cover for the book once i heard it in my spirit to share it and to do a book i'm like okay what's going to be cover and I started to brainstorm and think and um and then I was able to come up with the cover and then the next thing was the title for the book right. and I tell people all the time the way all the title came about it was because I wanted to f infuse my love um for fashion mm -hmm. in um conglomeration with my faith Right. and um put it out there and that's where you know the tailored which speaks to the fashion plus the spiritual side where like as i was going through my stuff i had to tailor my faith 
to match what I was trusting the Lord for, you know? Right. Um, the word speaks of, you know, if you have faith as small as an mustard seed, mm -hmm. you know, you can say to the mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea. Mm -hmm. And once yeah. I heard the word size, size spoke to tailoring, you know, adjusting. Um, and so it was fitting for me to use that tailored faith oh, and with faith. the tailored faith it usually results in the faith which you're really trusting the lord for yes i would say paul um i'm i'm, I'm really like i'm thrilled and i'm very impressed by the work that you do and the way you handle um your your tailored faith which is your um your fashion side of of your purpose Thank and i'm you. also very impressed with your um you're writing as well and uh, for those listening here what I can say is that I've taken quotes from your book and cited it in my book and um, you know I have I know a lot of people right. I, I, and um, it's not like I'm trying to discount the work that anybody else has done right. but I felt that in the season when we became friends it was a really good opportunity for us to do ministry together and as simple as a quote may be it has also helped me to lay out some of the things that God was speaking to me about with regards to the purpose that I had. Right. So outside of that, I can only imagine the lives that you have impacted because I've seen you going through with your, um, you know, spreading the word and your marketing and just being out there telling people about what you do. But what's more interesting is that while you were struggling as a child to get those words out, the words were always a part of you, was always part of your purpose. Yeah. So, you know, how when they say someone is blind, that all the other senses take activate to another level. Mm -hmm. So it's almost like I'm just I'm just thinking how the spirit of God is downloading it to me. I'm seeing that though you had a deficit in one area, God will have given you like an overflow in another area where you were able to have all of this literature all of this material yeah. sitting there yeah. and i know that this book is one of many and the devotionals you have there are hundreds of many and we may tend to think like okay some people say i have eight books some people say i have 10 books i have three books but it's not always about the quantity but the impact yeah. Yeah. and when it's downloaded from the spirit of god it makes a bigger impact because god is using that deficit for yeah. his honor because all things work together for good absolutely so all i'm seeing is just the reversal reverse yeah. engineering you're yeah. not being able to speak and say certain things that you wanted because of a speech impediment kind of catapults you into a space of being the written word yeah. and you had that in you where you were writing 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 because you were able to express that on paper absolutely and, and people don't understand that it's wanting to have the spoken word yeah. But it's another word to write, another thing to write the vision. Absolutely. And that's what Habakkuk had to do. Yeah. So if you're listening, the gem is that your deficit will bring an overflow. Absolutely. Your deficit will bring a breakthrough. Yeah. Your deficit butts your purpose. Absolutely. And you always have to see the glass as half full instead yeah. of half empty. Yeah. So as we on this topic, right. if we had, you were to speak to your younger self. Yeah. 
if you had to speak to the 30 plus year old Paul Ferran, mm -hmm. if you had to advise any young man that's on here that has some speech impediment or some dysfunction as far as they're concerned in terms of their physical appearance or their the senses, eye, see, smell, touch, and they feel as though it's a curse or mm -hmm. it's a, you know, it's a, it's embarrassing and shameful and it takes them to a place where they're not very proud of who they are. Right. What would you say to someone who's going through that experience, knowing fully well that you've walked through it, you lived mm -hmm. through it and you have overcome, what would you advise them? Yeah, you know, the word speaks of you being fearfully and wonderfully made mm -hmm. and it's so ironic. Mm -hmm that as people we struggle with insecurities and mm -hmm. inefficiencies and yet the word is saying you're fearfully and wonderfully made what a paradox right yes um but like in the worst of us is the best of us and in the mm -hmm. best of us is the worst of us so it yes. removes none of us to um to judge any of us you know what i mean yes so i would say for me my 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 30 year old self um the experiences which i went through in life and it's so funny i posted today like on instagram and if you notice you know I, my caption was we should embrace the experiences which we have had to to deal with over the years because mm -hmm. they make up they are part and parcel of the very fabric of who we are. Mm. And so the experiences which we which we encountered in our 20s and in our 30s are just mere stepping stone to really bring us to where we are today. You know, mm -hmm. some people would say, you know, you regret certain things and you know, yeah, there, there are things which we which I might have um, regretted. But ultimately, um, I've come to a point where all things, mm -hmm. it includes even the things which seems like they are bad things, they are negative things, they are failures, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I would encourage um, young men, young women, um, 20s, 30s, teens, and even older people, because we all struggle mm -hmm. um, with self-esteem issues, we all yeah. struggle with feeling inadequate we all struggle yes. with um feeling like we've underachieved you know yes. what i mean yes and i would say um to all of us that um all things really works together and the seemingly negative things in our lives the impediments um the insufficiencies one of the things that I love about my creator mm -hmm. is that he relishes the idea of taking the insignificant things in our lives and use those to mm -hmm. pull out the best from out of us. Right. Right. And so those things which we struggle with, if we can tap into him and allow him to to allow to allow us to be able to navigate through the challenges of having to deal with those mm -hmm. and trust him enough that he has a purpose in the pain in which we experience mm -hmm. 
then ultimately we will come to a point we will say that um we're not that bad after all you know it's all for his glory you know what i mean correct and that is what i would encourage um the 20 year old the 30 year old the teens and even older people that the seemingly negative things that we've had to deal with in our lives are good enough things for him to use to bring glory out of our lives and so we have to be able to trust him enough that in the best of us is is, is the worst of us and in the worst of us it's actually the best of us Listen, Paul, you, 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 you um, specialize in those quotes, you hear me? <laughs> and these are like real good gems. In the best of us is the worst of us, and the worst of us is the best of us. Absolutely. That's the gem right there. Yeah. What he said, guys. Um, I mean, you, 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 you have such a calm disposition, but yet for such powerful words. And I say words loosely, but I'm, I'm intentional by saying words. Right. Because, listen... They say that sometimes we give too much credit to, to the enemy, but I could only imagine how Satan was roaming to and fro to devour your speech, to devour your words because of the power that God has placed in your life for the spoken and the written word. And I decree and declare that your words will not be taken for granted. I decree and declare that your words in the name of Jesus will go forth and, 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 and transform from generation to generation. Even as you, you have accepted your healing and you have overcome that, 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 you know, if you want to call it that, the worst of the worst, which is bringing out the best of the best now, mm -hmm. I pray that, that, that others will appreciate and even as they listen to this broadcast, they will know that they are fearfully and wonderfully mm -hmm. made. And that's another gem. Yeah. And that's the word of God, yeah. essentially. You know, the word of God is blessed and it will not return void. So we thank God that even in this casual, what seemingly casual conversation, that he gets the honor and glory despite of what. And if the enemy had known, he should have just kept you where you were. Because if he had known that you were going to write these books and all the devotional, all of that, but, but God. But and we God. thank God for healing. Absolutely. So Paul, yes. I know that we focus a lot about your writing. Yes. We spoke briefly about the fashion part of it. Mm -hmm. And you are in your and and they may not see you here because I don't know when we're gonna put out the video version of this podcast. But yeah. you are in your um your Christmas attire, Christmas <laughs> colors essentially. And I just looked at the post that you were telling me on social media, and I'm seeing that you're giving us the Oxford pants with the different <laughs> colors, and you you know you're coming in there mixing and matching, and and like I really like a well dressed man. I admire a man that carries himself with honor, with um, cufflinks and, you know, nicely tailored clothes uh, and, um, you know, to, to, for his fit. Uh, I know I'm giving out a lot of information now, but I'm just saying that this is, I have a lot of brothers. I'm, I'm the only girl out of um, seven brothers. So, oh, wow. and then I have uncles that right. are police officers. I grew up in the house as the only girl. I grew right. up in the house as the only, um, the first grandchild. The only girl, the only niece in the house. Mm. So that's, I've been surrounded by men all my life. Right. So I know what it is to see a well-tailored shirt. Um, my uncles were officers, so I know what it is to see a well-tailored um, right. tunic uh, and, 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 and police pants. And there's the different things when they have inspection or they have a ceremony or something. Right. I'm saying all of this to say there are men on here 
who are looking to settle down, who are looking to change their style, their wardrobe, where can they find you? And I want them to find you. I want them to follow you. I want them to seek a consultation. I want you to start traveling. At the Korean Academy, you will start traveling because that's something we spoke about before. I receive those consultations. I because receive I know that. that God has much more for you. And I know that you, it's just a matter of time before you are out there. And I'll just be in the crowd just saying, Lord, I thank you because this was just destined to happen. I'm mm -hmm. saying all of this to say, share with the people where they can find you because you are more than a spoken word man. You are more than a written word man. You are someone who takes pride in styling, in, in doing dressing people. You take pride in the way you carry yourself. This is another gift that God has given you. Share it with the world. Where can we find you? Well, I'm on Instagram at male fashion geek. That's male with a M A L E fashion geek, one word. Um, and there's all my um, styles and coordinations and ensemble. Um, just run to male fashion geek. You'll find me there. You can DM me if you want. Um, my email address is there male fashion geek. Um, at gmail and um yeah i mean hey instagram is the place for right now so i'm mm -hmm. there um my um my email address is there and if i'm not sure if i'm able to say what my phone number is but if, if, if you know if i am um yeah i would be more than happy to provide my phone number too and also um my book is also yeah, about the book yeah, my book, book is yeah. available on Amazon. If you just go on Amazon and type in Tailored Faith, it will bring up my book. Um, it's available in the Kindle version and the paperback version. The price is 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 set at an affordable rate. Um, mm -hmm. And I have T-shirts available too because I have the Tailored Faith brand T-shirt and sweats. For, for women and men. So I have the V-necks. They have them in multiple colors. The females would love it. The male would love it. Black with different writings. That's available on Amazon. The link is um, in my... Instagram bio. Instagram bio. Um, it's right there. And um, yeah, I'd be more than happy and willing to connect with men and women globally. That's to great. share my um my experience and to give my my expertise in the whole um area of fashion and styling can't wait that's excellent <laughs> so we have 60 seconds for mm -hmm. because this has been a very inspiring um podcast thank you it's been a very like it's transitioning us into a space where we can really think about life and just the things that we take for granted and um, I know there are a lot of creators out there, there are a lot of people who are going through some personal struggles and the little boy, the little girl that struggles with whatever inferiority complex, mm -hmm. physical attributes or mental attributes, things that are affecting us because we're still living in that place of self-defeat or self-sabotage. I want you to, first of all, just give us a final gem. Just as we go into the season, all that you gave us already, all of the gems that you put out today, I want you to tell us what is your or the final takeaway that if someone is listening right now 
and they're feeling dismayed and they feel like they don't have enough for the season, what is something that you can tell them to boost their confidence and their faith? You know, one of the things which I would share with them, and I and as I share, I speak to myself like also, there is time and there's season. Mm. There's time and there's season. And um sometimes you have to you have to be able to trust the timing mm -hmm. in order to get to the season. Mm -hmm. um, and what I mean by that is you cannot force the hand of God. Mm -hmm. And so whatever you are destined to be in life, the time to prepare is now because the season is around the corner. Mm -hmm. And so I, I would encourage um, everybody, young and old, to trust the process. Yes. Um, and as you trust the process, just stay positive in a world where there seem to be a sense of hopelessness. Correct. Um, where there is so much um, competition and there is so much out there in the space that would cause you to, to feel as though you are not achieving and accomplishing stuff based yeah. on what you see but i want to encourage um, young men and young women and even older folks to understand that your season is around the corner and you cannot get to your season before your time that's correct so trust the process stay focused in spite of how it may seem and just know that whatever you are whatever he has for you mm. you will achieve amen it doesn't amen. matter your age it doesn't matter you may feel like you're inadequate you're insufficient whatever god has for you is for you and you will receive it trust the process trust Guys, the timing what he said trust the process okay that's a wrap we're gonna swipe out we're going to slide us on that. Time and season, whatever God has for you, is for you. Final gem, trust the process. So on this note, we want to wish you happy holidays. We want to wish you all the best in this new season as you step up in all that God has for you for the remainder of 2021 and the beginning of 2022. So God bless you, and we'll see you on the inside. Remember that we love you. I love you and God loves you and there's nothing you can do about it. And we want to say thank you to Paul for our season, for wrapping up season two of the Dropping Gems podcast, which is, has been a very calm, but very powerful and profound session with the gems. He's like a, he's anointed for the spoken and the written word. So we bless God for that. And we thank you for joining us. And we will see you in season three of the Dropping Gems podcast. Do take care and happy holidays. Now this wraps up today's broadcast of Dropping Gems. 
it is my hope that you were able to get some great gems from today's conversation and I look forward to hearing or you tuning in to our next episode of Dropping Gems. Feel free to follow us on Facebook at Jemmy Julian, Instagram at Jemmy Julian and to subscribe to our YouTube channel. I look forward to chatting with you guys again and do take care. Thank you.